Welcome to the RICO 12 Shares Podcast. This is an open to all addictions and afflictions sharing meeting. If you would like to record a share or a recovery prayer for RICO 12 Shares, please go to www.rico12.com forward slash shares and follow the links there or click on the link in the show notes. RICO 12 Shares is not a dumping ground for problems, nor is it a place for storytelling. RICO 12 Shares is not a place for crosstalk or contacting others. RICO 12 Shares is not a place to promote or proselytize any products, services, or specific religions. RICO 12 Shares is a place to share and hear the solution, your experience, strength, and hope. RICO 12 Shares is a short shares-only meeting closed out with a recovery prayer that is recorded by any one of our participants or audience members. The RICO 12 family of recovery services is supported by participants and listeners. To become a supporter, what we call a RICO 12 spearhead, please go to www.rico12.com forward slash support or click on the link in the show notes. It is now time to share. RICO 12 shares. Hi, my name is Joseph Ober. I am a recovered alcoholic living in Jerusalem, Israel. I want to take a moment and talk about how pages 62, 63 fit into the idea of God of our understanding. Um, and let's just go to it. This is the how and why of it. It's going to, if you look at the bottom of page 62, um, it's going to say, this is the how and why of it. First of all, we had to quit playing God, right? Okay, so that's coming to tell me not that I was confused that I think I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the infinite entity that birthed um, the universe, um, and now I have to quit that position. What does it mean to quit playing God? Is that I have to stop being a slave to my thoughts, opinions, and attitudes, cast on the world of how things really should be, you know, what I want to see, etc. That's how I play God, you know, um, in minor things. Um, you know, um, uh, from uh, when, you know, my, my, that something shouldn't have happened, you know, that I break a shoelace or that, uh, you know, larger things, you know, that somebody shouldn't have died. Those kind of things, it, they're all my opinion. And, you know, they're, they're, they're in my head. And the more I am uh, a slave to them, the more I'm beholden to them, the more I'm going to be bent out of shape that they, that these things are wrong and bad. You know, rather I have to turn it around and say reality is unfolding around me and I um, have to embrace it, accept it, see what I can get from it, stop playing God, okay? And with the, when somebody dies, like I said, I actually had a friend that died this week, rather than say, you know, this person has died and shouldn't have, and it's tragic and it's upsetting, I try and reframe it turn it around and say it's actually a blessing that I knew him at all and that I was touched by his life and how can I honor him um, and add to the fact that we were connected. Okay, stop playing God um, in the context of, you know, casting on it that it, that it was a negative. Okay, and the, the big book tells me why. Why? Because it didn't work. Next, we decided that here after the drama of life, God was going to be our director he is the principal. We are his agents, right? And so I understand the relationship about um, of a director, right? Director comes on the scene and uh, tells the actors where to go and the sound guy what to do and the light guy what to do. 
Okay, so God's going to be the director. He's going to be the principal, not like a principal in a um, in a you know in an elementary school, but the principal, meaning the business owner. And I'm going to be an agent, you know, acting on his behalf and a representative of him. I understand that relationship. That's the second one. And he is a father, and a father is a uh, somebody who um, who is responsible for. Um, nurturing and um, disciplining and advising, um, taking care of. So these are the relationships that are provided for me as far as the big quick goes. Um, and we are his children. Okay. Most good ideas are simple. And this concept was the keystone of the new and triumphant arch through which we passed to freedom. Okay. Fantastic. Now we come up on the top of page 63. And, and if you read this like it was the diary, okay, uh, of people that wrote 80, 80 years ago, read it this way. Okay, those people in that time, in that context, what did they do? They're, they're writing this. When we sincerely took such a position, all sorts of remarkable things followed. Wow, amazing. They're telling us the story. We had a new employer. That's the fourth relationship. Being all powerfully, he provided what we needed. If we kept close to him and performed his work well, right? Those are the two things that I need to keep in, in, in touch. <laughs> Rico 12 shares. My name is Sai and I have recovered by God's grace through this 12-step program of recovery. I'm part of a fellowship called Recoveries Anonymous. It's basically a fellowship where anyone with any problem behavior that wants to get help can go there. Um, and I'm just going to share a bit of some hope in, in my recovery that I've seen, um, some hope based on the recovery that I've had that, you know, that, that, that maybe will, will get you feeling like, like what you are doing is worth it. So I'm going to share some things in my life that have drastically improved um, and just make a list. And you could hopefully see that it does work if you work it. As cliche as it sounds, and I know it's very overused. It has worked in my life miracle. I, um, I couldn't accept anything. I've been in the program about four months now, five months now. And um, before I started, I... I just couldn't accept anything. I always was trying to change something. It was always a problem and I could never accept it. I never was able to accept it. And recently I broke my glasses. I sat on my glasses, I cracked the piece off and I was totally fine. I was like, normal people deal with this. I'm not the first person that's gonna deal with this. I'm not gonna throw a whole fit in my mind and tell myself my life is terrible. I accepted it and said, okay. My life has just changed. Another way it's changed is, is gratitude. I I've just been... My life, I've noticed so much things that I have that I've taken for granted. And I used to self-pity myself and get in these modes of just like, my life is terrible. But I remember I had a moment a few nights ago where, where I was busy in my head. I'm struggling financially, looking for a new job, telling myself my life is terrible. I don't enjoy life enough. I'm not happy all the time. And then I, I see a text from my friend and it says, please pray for me. My mom is sick. And I remember I just started crying. I said to myself, God, I'm so sorry because here I am focusing on the small stuff when my life is really good. You know, I have a roof over my head. I have these basic things that I take for granted. I, I used to have this, this fear of talking to people. I'd, I'd plan ahead. Like, like, what am I going to say? What if she, if she or he looks me in the eyes, what am I going to think? And how am I going to show that I'm, I'm confident that I'm not actually overthinking it, which I am. I used to have this, this also used to have this fear of the future. All day, I would just be tripping about like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to pay taxes? From a young age, I was always that kid in the class that kids would be saying what I want to be when I'm older. And I was the kid that was always like, how am I going to do that? 
if if I'm gonna have to pay someone to get into the building or the minute details, I would trip over and never be able to focus on my goals. I was never able to have goals. I always thought I had to have everything planned years in advance. You know, I had this crazy fear of independence. I couldn't do anything. I was totally um, taken care of. I couldn't take care of my own needs. Um, I used to literally overthink everything. I used to take people and turn them into my higher power. They were everything to me. I needed everyone's validation. And I have moments now in recovery where I'm just like, like so fine with myself. Like I will validate myself and be able to hold myself and say I'm there for myself and genuinely love myself and have this deep care for myself that I've never had before. I, I used to not be able to be in touch with my emotions. I used to numb everything and, and, and think that when I was connecting with people that everyone was sexualizing me when they were just trying to connect with me. I sexualized connection. Um, I, I, I looked at others to copy them. I never was able to be myself. And, and all these things have literally changed so much for me in recovery. I am a different person and I'm so grateful for the miracles that God has given me in my life and for just the changes I see in my life. And anyone could get these miracles if you just work the program. I promise you it works. I thought I was different and more broken than everyone else. And here I am saying it. So I promise you it works if you work it. Rico 12 shares. Amanda and I am a grateful member of many 12-step rooms and feel very at home in big book recovery. What I want to speak about today is step 12, um, the wording in it. It says, having had a spiritual awakening, awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message, right? We tried to carry this message. And I never understood why it said tried. Um, I often change it to do because I do carry this message. But I think the book is very specific in every word it, that is written on these pages. And the fact that it says tried is because... Sometimes we mess up and we don't carry the message and we have to course correct. And that's why it's so important for us to be working a thorough step 10 to see like, where am I not carrying the message? Um, you know, the big book says we claim spiritual progress, not spiritual perfection. And so this um, is just a reminder that like we will try and we will do, but it's okay if we mess up. Like how can we course correct? How can we get back to carrying this message? And, you know, step 12, when I first came to the rooms, I always thought it's just about sponsorship. Like, how can I sponsor? How can I be helpful to fellows in recovery? But the more I spend in time in these rooms, um, step 12, you know, it says in all of our affairs, right? Like, how can I carry this message to my family? How can I carry this message in, in the work that you do? How can I f carry it to strangers in the world? And um, step 12 really inspires me to just, like, find a way to be helpful in every situation find a way to smile, find a way to like, just do a good deed. Um, I encourage my sponsees and my friends who are in these rooms to find a way to be of service right away. You don't have to wait till you're a sponsor. You can start cleaning up your parks. You can get an elder. There are ways for you to be of service before you're able to sponsor, right? Like we sponsor when we get to the 12th step. So how can you work your step 12 right from the beginning. So I, I recommend and I encourage you to find a way to be of service. That's what this book is about is, is helping others in all of our affairs. So may you go out from here and do God's bidding. Amen. And with that, I will pass. Rico 12 shares. Hi, my, my name is Leah. 
um, I'm, I'm an addict of the hopeless uh, variety. I, I, I came here because my best thinking got me here. I was, I was out of ideas and people, places and things that would fix me. I always went, I went for, looked for the next fix, the next high that never fixed anything. Um, it just exasperated uh, my troubles. And I had no awareness of recovery and the 12 steps and the tools until I was 80 pounds overweight. I, every step was agony. I, I couldn't walk. I recall arriving um, at this person's house that invited me for the weekend and, and I had to go upstairs. They, they arranged for me to sleep over in a place where I had to go up many stairs and every, every step was agony. And that was my, that was my bottom. Um, I finally um, landed at a friend's house that introduced me to a 12-step food program um, that I thought was very strange. People were very strange. People chewing gum. Like I, I came with this better than egoistic attitude. Who are these people? I know what to do while I was 80 pounds overweight and I couldn't walk and I was pre-diabetic and, and, and I was coming with all my, my past attitudes and pride uh, um, that, you know, I was sure everybody else is, is off and strange and I'm, I'm, I'm right, I'm happy, I'm proud. And I grew up with those attitudes in an alcoholic environment, home where I thought I was very proud of my alcoholics. I mean, actually, you know, on the outside, they, they look good. And I was proud and happy about them being popular and making money. And, and I'm still happy and grateful about, you know, all the, all the good stuff that we, we do have. But I was sick and suffering inside. Internally, I was tortured and terrified to no, to no end. I constantly took on my parents' feelings, and I obsessed 24-7 about my father's um, drinking, how he's going to act when he drinks. So, yeah, therefore go to Al-Anon and, and go to 12-step meeting for my food addiction. The Gray Sheet is anonymous, which is, which is the only food plan it helps me have neutrality around the food. This GSA, graciousanonymous.org. Um, and I work the all addiction programs as well. Um, wherever I find my higher power um, that will solve my problems, whoever my higher power works through, um, you know, that's, you know, that's where I am. And, 
And today I have a weight loss, maintain a weight loss of 80 pounds, and I keep coming to meetings, reach out to fellow members. I use the tools daily, prioritize my recovery to maintain my, my weight and my abstinence and my recovery. I'm powerless over food. It is now time to close the RICO 12 Shares meeting. If you wish to share some of your recent experience, strength, and hope, or have insights that you've gained from other speakers or other meetings, please follow the links in the show notes to our website and submit a recorded share there. You can also become a RICO 12 spearhead and financially support these projects by clicking on the support link in the show notes. Thanks. We will now launch off into the rest of our day with a prayer. Carrington, alcoholic. In the quiet of the moment, I come to you for peace. Allow me to see the world through love-filled eyes, to be gentle, patient, and kind. To see beyond what seems to be, clothe me in your beauty, this I pray. Give me the grace to do your will today. Keep coming back. It works when you work it. So work it. You are worth it.